There we go. Okay. Oh. Anyway, look at looking at the kingdom of God. I mean, we, we hear about the kingdom of God. Okay. Well. Now, one thing I like to think about is remember, he's coming back, so he's not here. Now, the cool part is he's here with you wherever you go right now, but one day he's coming back. So that should explain why things are such miserable stuff out there. But now watch this. For the kingdom of God, now he's, in context, he's talking about, you know, not upsetting your brother, whatever. And so he actually responds back, says, for the kingdom of God is not food and drink. In other words, what you wear and what you eat. But he says it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what the, let's just get this part. The kingdom of God is, is what? Righteousness. Now remember, that's a gift to us because we're not holy on our own. Jesus made us holy. But look at this. Peace. That doesn't just mean, oh, give peace a chance. Let me tell you, we need to get rid of ISIS. All that, uh, that stuff's going to be knocking on our door if we let terrorists out here get away with it. The Bible records from Genesis all the way to the end because Jesus is coming back with an army. And he's going to do some business. So we don't just roll over and play dead. But the Bible refers to several times. David mentions it lots of times. But if you just read your Bible, you'll see it. it's the armies of heaven. Well, God is not a pacifist. He certainly is not. But now notice this. Righteousness and peace. Now, what was he talking about peace? It's the peace that passes all understanding. I don't care what's going on in your life. You and I, even right now, you might be worried about some things. You got something that's due maybe this afternoon, or you might be hurting. You might be your head's hurting or whatever. How does that affect me? God just fixes all things that are going wrong with you. He just does. But then look at this one. Not, you really can't have this one if that one's not fixed. But it says joy in the Holy Ghost. Now that doesn't mean we go to church and we hit, play that song again. I got excited. No, it's not that. This is a 24-hour, seven-day, all-year-round event. The Bible tells us that in the presence of God is fullness of joy. Somehow we've translated that and said, oh no, when you die, oh gosh, you're going to meet God. Well, first place... First John says, because we believe in Jesus, that's going to be a great day. It's not going to be something we dread. I mean, streets of gold, and we even got a movie out, which is good. Dustin's told me quite a bit about it already. Heaven is real. Thank God they're talking about Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we're talking about streets of gold. <clears throat> but anyway, so the kingdom of God is, uh, like I say, you got peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. There's another scripture in the... Uh, in the 15th chapter that's similar to this, uh, verse 13. Look at this. Verse 13. Now the God of hope... I mean, let's don't call him hope if he's trying to get us. You know, he's up there with a two before. No, he's not. The God of hope fill you with all joy. You know, in all the movies I've ever seen, when even if it's a comedy or whatever, or it's a, some other kind of drama, when they got these monks and stuff, and they're supposed to be... Even when they got Catholic ones or whatever, or it doesn't matter. Or if it's out west, you got the old preacher. It's the saddest looking group of people I have ever seen. And they try to get us convinced that being a Christian, you're going to be sad. You know, that's not true. When you find out that, well, even this scripture, that the Lord is on your side, He will help you. He doesn't want to, as we've already looked at, He's not going to destroy you because you had a drink of Jack Daniels. It's like, Lord, how come you don't want to destroy me because I had a beer? 
there's more to life than that. If we had read his book, we would have understood all these things. And that gets you even closer to knowing who Jesus really is. What tickles me is, is uh, when God said those that were too far from the altar, from Jerusalem, they were out of towners. Let's just say it was Lacey Springs and you didn't have but oxes and horses and whatever. And Bob was trying to get over to the temple. Well, God said, Bob, sell your ox over there and bring your money over here to Owens Crossroads. And then when you get here, Bob, buy you an ox and then go buy you a cognac. Huh? It says in strong drink is what it says. So you, you buy your ox and your strong drink and then Bob was supposed to bring his ox. Come on. And give it to the priest. Say it was me. I said, hey Bob, how you doing? And Bob said, here's my offering. And I took his ox. And he was supposed to be involved here too it's, you know, in offering this to the Lord. But then Bob stood there too and he drank his strong drink before the Lord. And the Bible says and he rejoiced before the Lord. Oh, boy, we, we think all we can do now is hide out and don't tell the Lord we're having fun when we have a Friday night get-together or whatever. Man, the Lord's right in the middle of that. And if you read the book of Matthew, and I know you have, that's what Jesus was doing. The Pharisees were real upset. How does he hang out with such despicable people, the Living Bible says? So anyway, it brings us back to this. Now the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Believe in what? Well, I don't know what your trouble is, but you and I have got hope. Not just hope to go to heaven, but hope to deal with whatever we're dealing with today. That you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, in other words, this stuff is from basically, like we like to say, another planet. Well, it is another planet. Let's look at this here. In uh, <clears throat> uh, I want to go to Luke chapter uh, 17. Uh, just some verses that I know you've heard before. Uh, let's see what we got here. Okay, Luke 17. Da, 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 let's skip down here and see what we got. Uh, okay. Well, it's hard to pass that up. Jesus heals ten lepers. You remember that? Gee whiz. What a great thing. All right, here's something about the kingdom of God. Verse 20, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, they put their hands on their hips. Look what they said. Hey, when should the kingdom of God come? See, they thought they could trap Jesus. Well, Jesus was the kingdom of God. Where's Jesus when you need him? Well, I thought he could hear you when you pray. He can. So if Jesus is the kingdom of God and he can hear you, well, no wonder what he says. Oh, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God comes not with observation. In other words, we'll be able to see it. Yep, here she comes. No. Neither shall they say, lo here or behold there or over here. For behold, the kingdom of God, look at this statement, is within you. Close as your breath. Think about the thief on the cross. Jesus is dying and I'm dying. And he says, hey, Lord, remember me. What did Jesus say? He said, today... You will be with me today, 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 you will be with me in paradise. Wow. You talk about, I mean, you're dying, but you're like, I, I'm dying because of dumb stuff I did, but Jesus just said, don't worry about it. I'm going to be with him. And, and that thief had already said, because he was talking to his friend over there, his cohort in crime, he said, we deserve this, but this guy don't deserve nothing. He don't deserve this. 
But Jesus told him, he said, today you'll be with me in paradise. I don't know about you, but if you and I were strung on a cross right then at that moment, that'd make you full of joy. I'd be, I'd be like, whoo, shoo. Man. Okay. So the kingdom of God is within you, it says. Well, then that makes sense when we come over here and we look at something else. I think we like to call it the Beatitudes, but let's just see what the Beatitudes have to say here. Uh, first off, seeing the multitudes, that means he's talking about us, okay? He opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, All right, blessed are the poor, okay? For theirs is, look at that, the kingdom of heaven. Wow. Okay? Hmm. Poor in spirit, huh? Uh, look at this. And then he says, And those that are persecuted for righteousness, look at theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I mean, this kingdom, it, 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 he's referring to us? Yeah, he's referring to us. Oh. Uh, let's go to uh, the uh, 13th chapter here, just a moment. Oh, I'm going to skip down here. Notice what he says. When uh, I pass it, where'd it go? One second. This is the sower sows the word. Oh, let's see what he says right here. Uh, okay. Notice you're, you and I are given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Okay. So let's skip down and see what he says. Oh, like look at verse 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, look how that's worded, word of the kingdom. Hmm. Let's skip down a little bit. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed seed in his field. Well, no, you mean this guy that went in heaven. No, because actually this story, there's some bad guys involved. So this proves that you got the kingdom of God where you are. You're doing everything you can and all of a sudden some more trouble comes. Don't worry about it. The kingdom of heaven is like a man which sowed good seed. Now we already know that good seed is God's promises. It looks like it's the... I mean, what's reading the Bible going to do for me? Man, let me tell you. That Bible is so much power in that Bible. The king, actually, I'll tell you this, I, I read this this week, and actually, we were looking at Deuteronomy, you know, the latter part of it. All of Israel, every seven years, was supposed to come to Jerusalem, and they had to listen to Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, all in one shot. Well, they weren't going to kill them. It was going to help them, though. It would help them. The king was required to actually copy that stuff down, and the Bible says that would help him keep him from getting big-headed, and it would make him always have a son on the throne. And his kingdom would prosper. So wonder what reading the Bible's going to do for me. All of those things. And it's, Phil and I were talking about how simple this is. It could not be more simple to have these blessings. So here's a guy, the kingdom of heaven. I have access to it. It's within me. I sowed good seed in the field, but while men slept, an enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But anyway, <clears throat> you can see what happens. Let's, let's keep skipping down here a little further. Oh. 
Look at this. The kingdom of heaven's like a grain of mustard seed which a man took, sowed in his field. In other words, you took time to read your Bible. Okay. Now, you don't have to read it 100 miles an hour. You don't have to read it every day. Okay. Just read the Bible. Okay. This is interesting. Which indeed is the least of all seeds. I mean, you'd think he's talking about... Uh, oh. It's like a grain of mustard. Okay, you've seen a little mustard seed on a bun. You know, the mustard seed bun was Burger King. <laughs> Useless. You know, whatever. Oh, yeah? It doesn't make sense, but this works. When you read the Bible, you'll just... its the, Well, Jesus begins to become real to you. Watch this. It's the least of all seeds. You'll think, how is this helping? But when it's grown... Now, how does it grow? we got to put it in the ground. Do it. It's the greatest of all herbs, and it becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. I think the Living Bible actually says, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a place of safety. Boy, sure be nice if we could get this kingdom. Well, you do. The kingdom of heaven is like um, leaven that a woman took. In other words, she put this in uh, yeast in bread. She hid it in the measures of meal till the whole was leavened. Wow. Keeps on going. Let me back up here, then I'm going to go one more place and we'll stop. Very familiar verse right here. Look at this one. We were just here uh, at 6. Excuse me, I'll get back to 6. I'll tell you what, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1, all the way on through, it's, it's well, like I say, he calls it prayer right there. <clears throat> you should be praying and receiving and getting what you ask for. Now let's look at this famous prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Look at that. Thy kingdom come. Well, that's worthless. That's not going to happen. Oh, oh, yes it is. It's within you. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. See, this day we should be getting a hold, and we are, of his blessings. Now let's just stop by looking at one more thing right over here. Something so basic but yet we miss it if we don't put it to practice. Let's just take David's 23rd. Just go through it real quick and look at this. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to the Living Bible. Even though the Lord's my shepherd, we know that, okay? <clears throat> oh. And, just, and think about the king. I mean, it, we're talking God's kingdom and I'm in it. You know, the New Testament refers to us as children of the kingdom. It didn't say, well, one of these days. Mm -mm. Jesus also said... These are in the world, but they're not of it. He even told before Pilate, he said, I'm not of this world. He said, if I was of this world, my army would fight. That was when he was going to the cross. Now, look what David says. Now, David, he can tell us a thing or two, because he took care of Goliath, and he took care of all them armies. David has killed, um, Saul's killed his thousands. David killed his ten thousands. I mean, that's like within the first month. The Lord, because the Lord is my shepherd... I have everything I need. I mean, really think about that. That doesn't mean I'm going to be patient. No. You've got it all. Praise the Lord. If you've lost something, your keys, your wallet, don't worry about it. Because the Lord is your shepherd, you should expect to find it. He lets me rest in the meadow grass. Remember King James? He leaves me, uh, 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 he makes me lie down in green pastures. For some reason, we think he wants me to go spend the night in the charcoal burnt grass. No! This is great. 
He leads me beside the quiet streams. He gives me new strength. He helps me do what honors Him the most. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I'll not be afraid, for you are close beside me, guarding and guiding me all the way. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, I'll fear no evil. You know, I mean, that, that. I know some people try to say, you know, well, you know, God won't let anything bad happen to me unless it's His will. There's no such thing as His will and that bad stuff happening. It's not His will. He is there to protect you, to get you out. Look out, look, look at verse 5. You provide delicious food for me. Where? Not when the problem's over with. No. In the presence of my enemies. Now, if that's not the kingdom of God, I'm not listening. But it is the kingdom of God. You have welcomed me as your guest. Praise the Lord. Blessings overflow. Closing out, look at this. Your goodness and unfailing kindness shall be with me all of my life. In other words, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. They're there, no matter where I go. Wherever I go. I just praise God when these good things are happening all the time. It's not like, well, I just got lucky. Uh-uh. And he said, and afterward, I'll live with you forever in your home. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that we're all right. No matter what trouble we might be facing, you're going to take care of us. Whether we're not feeling good, we're sick somehow, maybe our head's hurting, our back's hurting, or something, or we got something growing on our skin that doesn't make any difference, or we're worried about a tumor or whatever, you will take care of us. We just thank you for it. And if it's financial, it's the same thing. You'll take care of those finances. If it's anything we've not even mentioned, it just looks bad. But, Father, we just thank you that nothing's impossible for you and you'll get us out of trouble. And that didn't leave anything left but for us to just act like the Israelites were. And that's just to go on and tell other people all the miracles you've been doing. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, amen. All right.